the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, hey, everyone. I'm so glad that you joined me today at Simply for Women. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great show. We're going to talk about fear not. Fear not. The Bible says over 365 times that we should fear not, but seems to be something that I do quite often, (laughs) sometimes every day, sometimes every week, sometimes every minute. I don't know about you, but we want to talk about fear not today. We're going to overcome some of our fears, and fear sometimes looks like worry or anxiety, but we want to overcome. We want to overcome fear, and God wants to help us to do that. You know, we just want to deepen our understanding of who God is how much he loves us and how much he wants to just help us with these everyday struggles. You know, I was talking with a lady today and she said, I just think most people think God is distant and mean and wants to make us feel guilty. And I said, it's so true. And it's so not what God wants. God wants you to know that you're loved, that you're valuable, that He doesn't want you to be afraid. He wants you to be close to him. God is near to you. He says he's near to the brokenhearted. And yes, he's holy. Yes, he has standards. I'm not diminishing any of that. But God is personal. He's very real. And he wants to be with us. He simply wants to be with us. And so we want to just go a little deeper with the Lord today. I want you to take him off your to-do list. I want this to be a place where you learn and you grow and you just relax in the Lord and see how precious he is, how beautiful his word is, and, and how it really applies to our lives. Uh, but before we get going, I, I didn't know if you need a recipe for the day. <laughs> I'm kind of getting hungry. We've been fasting, and I thought we might talk about fasting here in a few few shows. We might work on fasting because our church, we fast 21 days at the beginning of every year. And so fasting is a thing. It's It's a real thing, and I don't know if you're fasting or what, but we might talk about that. But anyway, we try to eat a really healthy meal when we're fasting when we do eat a meal, And here's an easy, simple, healthy recipe for you. You get some boneless, skinless chicken, okay? Or the shortcut is to get the rotisserie chicken. And I hear that Costco actually even cuts the rotisserie chicken off the bone and then does that part for you. So it sells it to you already cut up in a bag. I mean, how easy is that, right? So anyway, either you're going to cook your own chicken or you're going to get some rotisserie chicken. But if you have your boneless, skinless chicken, I want you to cut it open. You can pound it out. If you pound it thin, it cooks quicker. So you can pound it out, and then you take a sharp knife and cut a pocket in it. And in this pocket, 
you're going to stuff some feta cheese. Now, I like to get the basil, oregano, tomato feta cheese. But if you don't like that, any feta cheese will do. And then you want butter and you want lemon. And so you saute your chicken in butter and lemon. You don't need any salt because that feta cheese is so salty. If it's if it's rotisserie chicken, you just pour it on the put it on the pan, make some green beans on the side, and you have a meal. But if you have that boneless, skinless chicken, put the lid on the skillet and let it cook because you want to get it cooked all the way through. And then that feta cheese is just going to melt. You're going to have your fresh lemon juice in there. That's a great meal. Put some basil. If you have like the spice basil or fresh basil, either one. I love basil if you haven't figured that out. But that's recipe tip of the day just for fun because, hey, it's simply for women, right? <laughs> We're having a lot of fun today. We want to talk seriously about fear not and how can we live life unafraid. You know, God wants us to live unafraid. I don't know what you might have a fear of. So many people have fear of coronavirus. I just recovered from coronavirus and it's just something about when you get that positive on the test, there's like a, like this moment, you know, and I think that everyone has been just petrified about it. Uh, I, I get it. I, I understand that it, it's a challenge. And um, for some people, it's been a real heartbreak and a real challenge. And so I'm not underestimating that at all. But I don't think God wants us to be afraid of it. God doesn't want us to be afraid of anything, really. And so that's one thing that I see day in, day out, especially at the church. And, and we, we work with lots of people that that's one of the the recent fears of many. Uh, what about fear of basements? Yeah, I, I had fear of basements. I did not like cold, dark, damp, dusty, musty, you know, basements. No. Uh, and, and in Ohio, it's so funny because Ohio, it's like everybody loves the basement. It's almost like the basement is like the cool room, the hangout, the man cave, you know, all that stuff. And I'm like, no, I don't like the basement. You know, in Tennessee, there that's where I grew up. There's too much rock to dig out a basement. So we didn't we didn't even have basements growing up. So anyway, I didn't like basements. But so fear of basements is one. I, I think about fear, you know, we were talking about the virus, fear of hospitals. That's one. What what about, you know, just even fear of driving on the interstate? I have a friend that's completely afraid to drive on the interstate, so she won't drive on the interstate, and she goes to these great lengths to find a way around the city. And, you know, it's it's a legit concern. So it takes her a lot longer to get anywhere. I mean, sometimes a lot longer. So there's some places you just have to get on 270, right, or it's going to take you a while. So all these all these fears, some are, some are rational, some are irrational, but but God does not want his people to live afraid. We have to first identify what our fear is so that we can ask God to help us out of it, don't we? And then I, the other thing I think about is, is that the same? People ask me this question, Jennifer, is that the same as fearing God? And I'm like, no, they think when they hear fear God, it means to be afraid of God. And like I said at the beginning, God doesn't want you to be afraid of him. He's approachable. He's he, he wants you to come to him. He doesn't want you afraid of him. And to fear God really means to honor him, to want to please him, to respect him, to trust him. That's the fear of the Lord, but not 
to be afraid of God. So that could even be one of your other fears is you're afraid of God. And so I hope to unravel that today and in this series. You know, I think about fearing God and respecting him. One time when my boys were little, they I put them in these really cute little navy suits and, and ties, and they were little bitty guys because George W. Bush was coming to town. And I thought, how cool is that? I want them to meet an American president. They're little bitty guys. And at the time, uh, one of my sons was like, when I grow up, I'm going to be president. (laughs) And so a friend of ours gave us these tickets. And I thought, you know, I've never met an American president. I never had heard an American president speak. So I thought this was really pretty cool. And George W. Bush was coming to town. And, of course, we get there and we're in the nosebleeds. I, I don't know how that happens, but we always end up in the back, very back, you know. The, the seats weren't that great, and it's it's almost finished. And as we had walked out the door, I said to my son, grab your Bible. So he grabbed his Bible because I thought, if we got to do autographs, I wanted the president to sign the Bible. And we're here up in the nosebleeds. The speech is finished. He's about to leave, and you can see everybody pulls out their ticket stub for him to sign, you know, just their ticket stub. They didn't bring anything. And I said to my son, okay, we're going to go down. We're going to go down right down front, and we're going to see if the Secret Service will let us, you know, get this signed. And everybody, you know, he's signing ticket stubs, and we're weaving through the crowd. And I'm whispering to the Secret Service, like, you can see them with the little thing in their ear. And I'm like, my son has his Bible. My son has his Bible. And so I'm telling them this, and we get all the way to the front, and he's the president has already passed by. And so it's almost too late by the time we get there. But one of the secret servicemen said to him, Mr. President, this little boy has his Bible. And he stopped, he turned, and he stretched his hand out as far as he could reach to our Bible and signed George W. Bush. And so that was a cool moment. It was just fun to teach your kids respect this is a really neat thing. This is, A president has signed your Bible. And I thought it was pretty cool that the president wanted to sign the Bible. That meant something to him. And we took the Bible home, and I'm like, I'll take it now. I didn't want, I didn't want it to get lost or ruined or, you know, colored in or whatever. So I, have, I still have the Bible, but it's not mine. It's my son's, and I, I will give it back to him one day. Um, but it's been signed by a president. But I, I just think... There used to be this atmosphere of honor, you know, like just this respect and and this reverence that, wow, we're in the presence of a president. You know, this was really cool. And I don't know if it's still like that because I haven't. That was the the only president I've ever, you know, been been that close to or anything. But it was a really neat moment. And I think, you know, it's an atmosphere of respect and honor. And that's how it should be with God. It's he's approachable. He's there, you know. And we just want to show him that honor and that reverence, but we don't need to be afraid of him. We shouldn't ever have to be afraid of him. He doesn't want us to be afraid of him. So big question is, what is your fear? What are you afraid of? I I want you to be free of that. You know, while we're talking about the fear of the Lord, it says in Isaiah 8, 13, fear nothing and no one except Yahweh, commander of angel armies, honor him as holy And be in awe before him with the deepest reverence. I think that's such a beautiful verse to remind us uh, just to honor God and and to have a a healthy, healthy fear. You know, there's some fears that are healthy. And so that to me would be honoring, respectful, healthy, holy fear of the Lord. 
And uh, before we go, you know, I guess we're, we're running out of time. How does this happen so quickly? But tomorrow I wanted to talk about how you can be godly person and still have fears. And how, what are the things that we are afraid of, authority of people, uh, and how we can get on our path to freedom. And so that's what we'll really have to dive in a little bit deeper tomorrow because we just we ran out of time. I guess it's my fault doing that recipe. <laughs> Oh, anyway, we like to have a good time here on the show. It says in Deuteronomy 31, 8, The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And that is true. God just doesn't want us to be afraid or discouraged. So I'm going to say a quick prayer for you today. God, I pray anyone listening that they would not be afraid, that they would not be discouraged, but we would honor you. We would respect you and that you would be in the center of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, I want you to stay with us. We have a really great guest coming up who's going to delve into all sorts of issues and that may just encourage and inspire your faith so you don't want to go anywhere this guest is going to really mean a lot to you stay right with us you are listening to simply for women i'm jennifer jackson and i'm so glad you're with us today three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost and covers the facts behind this scandal flynn told the truth he was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.